This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 14 centimeter. On this episode, we review the concert at Wolf Trap in Vienna, Virginia on Tuesday, July 16, 2019. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Inch. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. We did it. We did it. We survived that show. I did not melt. I did. I did melt. Um, oh my god, it was like ninety degrees outdoor show. Uh, there was no moving air. There was no breeze. It was just sitting in sweat and heat, and even Al commented on it. But first, let's talk about our day. <laughs> we went all the way to Virginia. I didn't even realize we were in Virginia. <laughs> Ethan's like, where are we? I'm like, Virginia. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we got to the venue, and there's a sign that said, Virginia is for lovers. And I'm like, why would they have that sign? <laughs> well, because we're in Virginia? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that kind of day. I just... <laughs> I think uh, tour chasing is catching up to me a little bit. <laughs> I've never had this crazy of a schedule, so wow. Yeah, but yeah. it was a, it was a long day. We we left New Jersey and we were in New Jersey to start at ten o'clock in the morning or so, and we went out to get bagels and uh, we stopped along the way, and I got ice cream, and nobody else wanted ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you 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 hit the quota. You got the ice cream, and that was enough. So. <laughs> But but you also found some really cool utensils. Well, you know, you're you're you got your ice cream and uh, you go to get a spoon and there were no spoons. But it was one of those spoon dispensers where you push a button and one pops out of the bottom. What was very interesting about the spoons is specifically on the spoons because they had this for the they had a uh, fork and knife dispensers <laughs> and only on the spoons did it say multi-purpose spoons didn't say multi-purpose forks didn't say multi-purpose knives just the spoons are multi-purpose well that's because you can use spoons for more than one thing well you could use forks for more than one thing what? i mean stabbing food i mean you could eat you could do pretty much everything you do with a spoon with a fork well you can't eat soup with a fork you could you could eat a chunky soup <laughs> and then just drink the broth <laughs> and i'm glad that the knives only had one use because I was trying to think of what the other possible uses could be. <laughs> right. And they all ended with someone being murdered. <laughs> but you could murder multiple people. It's multi-use. You can't murder people with a spoon. Uh, you'd be surprised, Dave. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, Some um, history about your past I don't want to know about. <laughs> I posted my, uh, my picture of the multi-purpose spoons <laughs> on my Facebook page and Instagram. Maybe even my Twitter. I, I rarely go on there. I asked people to give me more more multi-purpose uses for spoons, and uh, I got quite a bunch. Even the great John Bermuda Schwartz gave us a, uh, <laughs> a suggestion uh, for how to use those spoons, so that was really fun. But we did have quite a car ride. It was, what, four and a half hours? Yeah, it was, it was a good four and a half hour drive down there. The cool thing was um, we actually went down, of course, me, you, Jackie, and, of course, we brought our intern, Frank, along. Right. He hasn't he, come to one of no, the shows with us before. he did not come to the – he's not come to the – actually still has not come to the show well, because he traveled with us he traveled with us and he was editing the podcast on the way down which is pretty cool we got to see his 
how he you know edits the podcast and stuff. Right. But was uh, we did not have a ticket for him, unfortunately, so we had to leave him in the car. Well, I didn't want my poster tube sitting on the ground, so, so we had what? to we no. had an extra seat for my poster tube and Dave's bag. But yeah, that's true. I yeah, mean, I, I guess I guess we, we, we didn't have an extra extra one for yeah, Frank. True, that was the true. that was the issue. I, but don't worry, don't worry, guys. I mean, it was hot, but we left the windows cracked a little bit, and I, I left them some gummy bears. Yeah, and that was another uh, very important thing that I learned on this <laughs> trip is uh, I would expect gummy bear to be spelled g-u-m-m-y but i learned that it's g-u-m-m-i at least on a lot of gummy bear well i've always thought it to be g-u-m-m-i so i think uh i was right the whole time i mean you could have been i'm not saying i was right i'm just i i I guess i never thought about it um but we did leave frank some gummy with an i at the end bears and a bowl of water a bowl of water and a spoon, multi-purpose spoon. Uh, um, yeah, I guess drinking water is one of those multi-purposes. <laughs> Can't do that with a fork. You, you know, you got me beat there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we got there. Jackie, you know, Ethan, and I. We went to a rest, the Ovations Restaurant, which is right on the Wolf Trap property. First of all, the Wolf Trap is beautiful. It's like a national park for performing arts. And it's just on beautiful grounds, and the whole. I vet- saw a sign that said it was the only national park that's also a music venue. Yeah, so it was really. It, it's it's a really beautiful. Um, venue to go to and uh, they have a restaurant on the property and it's it's a buffet restaurant basically um, and they recommend you you get reservations I think we saw a line of people who did not have reservations yeah well when we got there it was still pretty empty but you know five minutes later it was just completely yeah. packed to the gills but they had they had a whole like big buffet of food that you could choose from and their food was really delicious I, I, I enjoyed it, was, it yeah I thought it was really a lot good. of vegetarian options yeah. and veggies and they had a good I, I can't remember what was the beer I had a really cool beer had like a monkey on it. Pretty much if... if <laughs> monkey you, beer. Yeah. Just ask for the monkey beer. If you have a, a, a product or a beer and it was called Feed the Monkey, you can pretty much guarantee that I'm going to at least try it. And it, it was good. Feed the Monkey Hefeweizen uh, from Jailbreak. I liked it. If it, Hell yeah, if it's got monkeys on it. <laughs> monkeys are weird out. That's, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> I did see while we were sitting at dinner, I did see somebody walk by and said, that looks like Jim Kimo West who wrote our amazing theme song. The best theme song in all podcast history, past, present, and future. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he walked by, um, but it was from a distance. I mean, it wasn't like he walked right next to us. It was like we were up on this like kind of elevated deck, and we saw a guy who looked like Jim, but his hair looked different. It looked shorter, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I just we just seen Jim a couple days ago. I'm like, I'm like that guy looks a lot like Jim. <laughs> and Jackie and I were like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if that's Jim. But as we learned, uh, Jim got a haircut. Yes, so it, I'm pretty sure it was Jim. We still don't know, but it was Jim. I'm pretty but sure it was Jim. It was Jim. He was wearing the same blue shirt that we saw. I mean, there later. could have been a guy who got the same haircut that as Jim. True. That you know. <laughs> I suppose there, Jim could have a another uh, doppelganger That's hanging true. around. I did meet Jim's brother uh, in Syracuse, and he didn't look like Jim as much <laughs> as this guy looks like Jim. So <laughs> odds are it was Jim. <laughs> the, I had to go to the will call to pick up tickets, so I went over to the will call, and we had great seats. Uh, we had they were on the P Orch. Or porch. <laughs> or pork. <laughs> or pork. <laughs> uh, row M, and they were dead center in the theater. 
It was one of those theaters, though, where there's no aisles for the bottom. So it's like, oh, we're dead center. Okay, that means we have to squeeze past 40 people <laughs> to get to our seats. But Well, we didn't know that until until right before the concert started. So we pro- we might have gone to our seats. Actually, the row was kind of empty when we went in. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But uh, if you're the kind of person who has to get up and, and get beer and, and go to the bathroom 10 times during a show, you're going to disturb a lot of people if you sit in the center. Uh, luckily, we, uh, we parked and we were good. But anyway, uh, we started waiting in the merch line uh, because we always take a perusal just just in case something <laughs> changes you never know I mean so far in the uh, you know 30 shows he's done so far there hasn't been a change except for the um, the stranger things in 3d shirt but we noticed a change and I I think we <laughs> talked about the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, USB stick the other... The incident with the USB stick. Yes, we've covered that. <laughs> so the incident with the USB stick is we thought it was a different color. So we bought it again, and now we have two. But for this one, I saw the messenger bag, and I thought, gee, it looks like it's a different color. But I didn't want to influence your opinion, Dave. So I said, Dave, I'm not going to say anything beyond look at the merch booth and tell me if something is different. And sure as hell, you looked at it and... Immediately, I'm like, yeah, there's a different messenger bag. It's a darker brown. <laughs> uh, and like, luckily, we have photographic proof of the <laughs> former <laughs> merch bag or messenger bag. Right, I mean, right, if you're, right. If you're taking a $15 gamble on a USB stick, that's different than taking a $35 gamble right. on, a, on a messenger bag. <laughs> so we looked, we, we confirmed that it was, in fact, different. So we got in line. Uh, the cash only line was moving a little faster. So we got in the cash only line and, uh, that's when I decided to have a restroom break. And as I'm walking to the restroom, a woman stops me. She says, uh, excuse me, sir. Can I take a picture of you? <laughs> and you thought she recognized you from Dave and Ethan's 2000. Right. For my caricature. Of course. I, I thought she knew. No. So I was like, uh, why? <laughs> you know, like, um, and, uh, to, to paint a picture for you, I was wearing my, uh, Yo MTV Raps <laughs> hat from New Era, snapback hat, and uh, I was wearing my um, ill-advised Vanity Tour shirt with Al on the front, and I was wearing my uh, shorts from, oh, now I'm blanking on the name, Perfect. Loudmouth, yeah. yes, Loudmouth uh, shorts, and the pattern is a bunch of cassette tapes, and I got them. Not only because I like them and they're cool, but because one of the cassette tapes in the pattern says Weird Al on it. <laughs> so it's my only official Weird Al shorts. <laughs> so I was wearing uh, a very colorful getup. And uh, so this woman stops me. And so I'm like, what? Why do you want my picture? She's like, oh, I, I, uh, I run a fashion blog. And um, I would argue that maybe it's not the most fashionable <laughs> outfit. So I'm thinking, hmm, what kind of fashion blog could this be? Uh, so I said, uh, are you, so you're taking this to make fun of me? She's like, no, 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 no. I was like, oh, uh, is your fashion blog just pictures of idiots who are dressed like jerks? She says, uh, well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Okay, it's good, good enough for you. <laughs> so I took the picture, and uh, if anyone is able to locate her blog, she said it's a Tumblr blog about concert fashion, uh, and you see me with my uh, my getup. Please let us know. Sticker to anyone who finds it first. <laughs> and I got to say that she picked a very good concert. You know, if you're going to look for fashion at concerts, <laughs> I, think, I think a weird Al Yankovic concert is probably the right spot if that's the kind of blog that you were doing. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. But uh, we, while we were in line, I'm, while you were getting your picture taken and getting, getting people drooling all over 
your, your beautiful fashion sense. Um, we were hanging out in the line with uh, Alicia for a little while. Yeah. Alicia uh, from, of course, Yanko Chick News Network. Um, and uh, Sharon and the other Sharon. You know, yep. And um, we're just kind of hanging out talking because I didn't get a chance to talk to Sharon. Yeah, Sharon, I, who I met at the Philly, yeah, after the Philly yeah, show, the Philly I had show. breakfast with her. So it was really cool to see her yeah, again. It's, ni- it's nice to see her again. And, and, and I don't know how we we were trying to, how did we miss each other in Philadelphia? Right. But we somehow did. So it was great that we did get to finally to catch up and see each other. And, see, and then, we, of course, it was hot. And I mean, like, like yeah. you're standing still and I was sweating through my, my clothes. I mean, it, it was, oh. And everybody was. So it was like, everybody was just like, all right, well, whatever. We're all just going <laughs> to, we're just going to be sweaty and stinky and just all <laughs> be miserable together. You hear of people like suffering for their art. <laughs> well, we're suffering to watch someone else's art <laughs> and it was worth it so we had to seek out and get like a giant bottle of water yeah <laughs> like I, I basically got the last two that the guy had <laughs> i would have i you know if there weren't 40 people to my left and my right i probably would have drank five more bottles of water it was so hot i was rationing it <laughs> it's like i was like well i can i want to drink a lot of water but i don't want to climb over 80 people right. <laughs> halfway through the concert yeah we got to our seats yeah. Great seats right in the center. And who was two rows ahead of us? So it was amazing. I'm sitting down and, and I'm looking over to the side. I'm going, oh, look who's here. Jay Levy, Al's manager's here. And he's standing <laughs> off to the side and I'm going, I wonder where he's sitting. And shortly after, he starts wandering into his row and he's sitting two rows in front of us. And I'm going, what are the chances that he sits in the seats two rows in front of us, directly in front of us? And he sat Two rows in front of us, directly in front of us. I'm just glad he had better seats than we did. I mean, he is Al's feel, manager. I would feel bad if, if we had better seats. If than he had he to did. look at the back of my head the whole show, that would have stunk. I don't know how he did it. He was wearing uh, one of the sweatshirts. Oh, one of the hoodies. Yeah, he was yeah. one of the hoodies. So uh, I don't in, know. In ninety degree. Yeah, yeah. You're a trooper. That's amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I salute you for many reasons, but also for that. Yeah, that was a lot of cool. And then um, my friend Patricia came and yes, joined us yep. right before the concert started. So um, we got to hang out with her. I got to hang out with her. She's a friend of mine from I've known since high school. So it was really nice to get to see her again. You know, rolling back a little bit, um, I, I wrote down a question I meant to ask you last night. Yeah. Um, I don't remember seeing Suzanne's prints at the merch booth. Oh, they were there. They were uh, there. They were there, yeah. Okay. Um, when, I walked around, when I walked around to look, I think they were kind of – there's like a, the way that the merchandise is set up there. It's in – it's in like a building, and there's like right. A little, it's like a kiosk. Like a, yeah, like a, it's more than a kiosk, but it's yeah, like a, a, a large, a large building or a large kiosk maybe. And uh, there are um, display cases that are holding the merchandise, oh, and there's stuff okay. up on the wall. So like all the little the little pieces, like the enamel pins and the stickers, they were all in the display cases. But okay. you had to actually. You couldn't actually really see them until you got directly like on right. top of them. Right. So um, what I did is is when you told me I should be looking at the merchandise, I figured, well, maybe there's a new sticker or oh. something. <laughs> so so I was looking through there, and Suzanne's prints were in. The, okay, in I'm the glad display. they were there. So they're they're they really cool. Yeah, they were there, and and I and I, while I didn't notice that everything was there. I did notice that they had things like the stickers and pins and and, and uh, maybe the lunchbox and a few other things in oh, the little display case. You know, I've, we noticed a lot of people are buying the lunchbox. That seems like the big seller. Well, it's a multi-purpose lunchbox. It, that's true. <laughs> you can hold spoons in it and food. Um, and I think it's actually a cool piece. And, and one of the reasons why I, I picked up an extra one for myself is is I'm going to keep like little 
little Weird Al stuff in there. Like, I yeah. Just wanted, like, like the little stuff that, you know, you buy, you know, that you, like the, the pins or the stickers. Or the that, USB stick the USB and stick. the second USB <laughs> stick. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that you kind of, that you, you know, you keep, you might want to, you know, you might put them out on a shelf or something to, to display them. But if you're not displaying them, you don't want to lose them. So there's a good little It's a nice to, way to nice keep them together. Keep them together. And, 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 of course, you can put anything in there that you want, you know, besides your lunch, including your lunch. You can put your lunch in there if you want. <laughs> there's no thermos inside so you do have to bring your own drink um and dave when uh just since we're still on the merch booth yeah. since we rolled back you <laughs> went up and we still weren't 100 percent sure about <laughs> oh, yeah it was funny funny story i'm like because it was weird how they had like they had all the shirts up on the wall and they had the two messenger or the, a messenger bag up on the wall but they had one messenger bag all the way to the left and one messenger bag all the way to the right, and they're both priced at the same thirty-five dollars. And it was the both the both looked to me to be the same. Um, but it's the, the only thing one. repeated on the, the wall, right? It wasn't like they had you know other things up there that were repeated on the wall. So I I asked the the gentleman behind the counter. I said, "Are those two messenger bags different?" And he said, "Oh yeah, we have two versions." So I said, "Oh well, then I want both versions." So he comes back with one bag, <laughs> and I said. Okay, uh, I wanted both versions. Oh, we sold out of the other version. <laughs> I'm like, wait, but you have two up there. That's, I what I was, that's what I was asking about. He said, oh, no, those are both the same. So I'm not sure what what they were trying. I, I think they were just trying to confuse Ethan and I with the messenger bag. <laughs> I think Al said, Dave and Ethan are going to be there. When if you they set ask up, you a when question. You up, when you set up the merchandise, just... Put out a brand new color bag and just and just put out two of them. <laughs> It'll be really funny. Trust me. <laughs> Maybe they'll buy two. <laughs> so yeah, I'm happy we we got our messenger bags. Um, what was our? So let's get back to the concert. Yeah. So, so we're sitting there waiting for the show. So actually, I kind of noticed that when the tickets say eight o'clock, and when every other time when the, when it says the show starts at eight o'clock, it starts exactly at eight o'clock. So I looked down at my watch and I was like, it's eight o three and they haven't started yet. <laughs> what's what's going on? And they started at eight o five. So I don't know if that was, I don't know why they had that five minute delay, but that's the first time I've ever seen them, at least at the shows I've been at, where they did not start exactly wow. at, at the time on the ticket. I guess I haven't paid attention enough to see if they. Started right in the dot, but I mean that's you know as people are f- filing in, maybe I mean, without the uh, the aisles, they wanted to give people an extra. Yeah, I mean it was time a, yeah, it was a, by. and there were still people showing up at eight o'clock yeah. trying to get in their seats. But it was I mean it was a nice fi- it was a five minute cushion. But I guess I do want to point out though if you are going to the concert and your concert t- and your ticket says eight o'clock, that really means eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, but this was I noticed that too. And the other really cool thing is we got the National Symphony Orchestra which is a 71-piece orchestra. Really cool. It was so cool that I got to finally see a show with 71 uh, members in the orchestra. It was my first one, too. And it you, was great. And and it was, and out of all the shows to start with, it's the National Symphony Orchestra right. out of them. And they were, they were absolutely, I mean, the show sounded absolutely amazing. This, this venue is really set up to handle like an orchestra. It's yeah. Like, it's almost like it was built for an orchestra. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so it, acoustics, it just, were acoustics were amazing. beautiful. It sa- and there was like no sound complaints on And there were times in this concert in the, in the show that I actually just closed my eyes and just yeah. let the music come in. And that wasn't because I was passing out from heat stroke. That was because I was actually enjoying the music. I would say, you know, on, on that same uh, subject of the, the sound quality was great. I didn't hear even any audio drops or anything like 
you know, other shows, I you know, once or twice out here, you know, they turn on Al's mic a second too late or something. I didn't catch anything like no, that. I, I mean, it I, was just, I mean, a technically perfect show. I mean, uh, really, it, it really was. If they were thinking of ever recording a show and releasing it, this would be a high contender for one that could that they could release because it just absolutely, and they wouldn't have to do a lot of editing on it. Right. They could pull it right off the soundboard because <laughs> it sounded amazing. First, the other thing so, I kind of noticed about the orchestra, too, other than being 71 pieces, is that for the first time, they weren't dressed all in black. They were dressed with white shirts. Must be a... I don't know if that's a National Symphony Orchestra it could, it signature. Could be, it could be a National Symphony Orchestra signature, but I I noticed that and I said, well, it's probably... I mean, it was. it's, you know, hopefully they were a lot more, a lot cooler up on stage right. than hopefully. we were, but, but, you know, the white will... Yeah, well, I guess in the daytime it would make it cooler, but <laughs> nighttime probably yeah, and they're much also different. on stage. Um, but, so what uh, I noticed when I first sat down, and this is the first thing I looked for, was for confetti cannons. Uh, so this is only my second ever outdoor Weird Al show, and it's also the second one on the tour. And in Toronto, there was no confetti or confetti cannons. So my, I'm wondering, like, oh, is this like an out? You know, there's no confetti when it's outdoors. So I wasn't sure, and I saw them right off the bat. So that was a good sign for me. Uh, the other cool thing about this venue is um, they had two video screens up up high. Because uh, so, this is a venue where you can come, and I, and I think people did this, you can come and you can do a picnic out on their lawn. Yeah. And, and you know, while you're sitting in your lawn, you can still have a view of the stage. So there yeah. were all people sitting out on their, their blankets with, you know, like uh, picnic, you know, coolers, coolers and sandwiches, and sandwiches and, and, their weird out lunch weird boxes. Al, I was going to say the weird out <laughs> lunch boxes. Hive <I> mind. <laughs> um, and and they, and basically, you know, you could sit out on the grass and kind and and watch the show from the grass area, which you know is really cool. So I guess that the the video screens could help uh, those people who are sitting further back. Uh, yeah, because I know there were people up like even past the merch on the hill, and I couldn't see the stage from there, but. Um, I mean, that's probably, you know, you can go and you can still listen and enjoy the music right. and, and then video, catch it on the video, video screen. screen. Yeah. And the other cool thing about the video screen, I was, although it was a little difficult for Angle where we were sitting to, to watch them the entire show, but they had multiple cameras. Yeah. And, and they even had, you know, cameras kind of behind the orchestra. So you can get, you can see Eric Roth, who was their conductor again this time, doing the, the conducting at the actual event. You could see his face and, and his, you know, his motions and actions and, and and you could, and they were zooming in on different um, people in the orchestra, and of course, when Al was on stage, you know, right. he was he was you know, the main focus. But they would often, you know, kind of showcase the other people up on the stage, which I thought was really nice. It was almost like it was well, it was a it was a well done production, and, and, and you, know, you could tell that that you know the people who were running the cameras at that venue knew what knew what right. they, to, they were doing. What was interesting to me is um, so I've uh, every time I've seen the show so far. It's been Eric as the conductor, and in the program that they handed out, uh, they had Arnie listed. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to see Arnie for the first time. And then Eric walked out, <laughs> which is not disappointing. I love Eric, but it was uh, it was unexpected. So it was, it was uh, uh, I guess, another day. I will see Arnie, hopefully. <laughs> You'll see Arnie at some hopefully point. I'm I'm thinking, I think it'll happen both at some versions. point. Again, I've only seen Arnie once, so oh, I've that's seen true. Eric at all the other shows. But, I mean, definitely, he's just... Would like to see Arnie. Would like, would of course, love. Can't wait to see Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scott O'Neill. Yeah, I'm um, excited. I also noticed uh, during the orchestra part, Steve came out and took a couple pictures <laughs> of the audience. It's always cool seeing the band members 
make little cameos on stage for stuff like that. It was, again, the usual four songs that they do for the, uh, what is it called again, Ethan? The Stormtrooper Stormtrooper Symphony. Symphony. Stormtrooper yeah. Symphony, i.e. opening act. The Raider March from Indiana Jones, um, Mission Impossible, theme from Superman, of course, and then the ending credits to Star Wars. Yeah. And what's interesting is, I think you noted this on an earlier um, centimeter episode is is you were wondering if you how come you ne- we never see the the ba- the people in the orchestra turning their pages <laughs> yeah and I kind of know the same thing well I was kind of looking for that and I noticed a couple times that that a few of them would turn their pages when they weren't playing so they must do it so I mean, quick that it's must, like you right, got to be looking it, for it right so you really had to be looking for it to kind of to catch that but I was kind of like well I can see a little bit more of the orchestra because we were like again back in row M like almost almost in the center the of the stage, orchestra yeah. and we could easily see the whole stage and and, it, and the orchestra was you know was spread out it was a really wide stage too so the orchestra was spread out so we could kind of see a lot more members of the orchestra than we usually do so I could see pick up those little details of someone turning their page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, spreadsheet alert. The spreadsheet uh, keepers. Steve was not wearing over-the-ear <laughs> headphones tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, I guess... I don't know. We didn't get a chance know. to ask him why. Yeah, but. so we'll have to see. We'll we'll keep reporting back each centimeter so you know. <laughs> uh, but the last couple shows, he had them. Uh, and it sounded like he you know needed them to hear the bass better, but... Maybe he has better in-ear headphones. Maybe he forgot them. Maybe he sat on them. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe, but uh, maybe, add that to the spreadsheet. Yeah, maybe with a 71-piece orchestra, he can pick up his, right. uh, his bass better. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he just wanted to hear the 71-piece orchestra without something blocking his, his ears. So, uh, of course, so of course, let's, let's just say this, this concert starts out with Beethoven's Fifth right into Fun Zone. And I got to say, uh, sitting back where we were and at this venue... I just absolutely love the lighting that on that yeah. fun zone. That was yeah. just that was absolutely amazing. It was kind of this swirly thing going over top of the entire stage, the orchestra, you know, and of course the band members as and, and now as they're coming out, um, it was it was absolutely it was beautiful. I thought the lighting in this this venue was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and so by the time uh, the rest of the uh, Al's band and uh, folks came out. Uh, I saw Jim. He had his nice haircut. So uh, it was was, was Jim. (laughs) And uh, I noticed that Monique wasn't there. Uh, The middle uh, background singer was not there. And I immediately was thinking, how are they going to put the Viking helmets on? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny because that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, like, oh, that's unique. Uh, We we don't have Monique here. Okay, that's cool. You know, whatever reason she's not here, that's fine. You know, the two background singers, Lisa and Scotty, more than, more can, you know. They can more than handle. More than handle the the background (laughs) vocals. But I was like, ooh. Logical problem. There's three people standing in front of them. Who's going to put the second Viking? I love that. On? That was also the first thing you thought of. <laughs> so I guess I guess we don't really know exactly why Monique wasn't there, um, though we do have some speculation that she had a prior uh, engagement. Yeah, somewhere out in, yeah, we heard in, some. Yeah, but I mean, hey, whatever. But whatever hey, she has to do it's, is it's it. I mean. We're looking. Hopefully, she'll be back. We're looking forward to seeing her. Yeah, I, I do enjoy having her on the show. We go right into the medley. Uh, with Jeopardy, I Love Rocky Road, and uh, Like a Surgeon. Like a surgeon. Yeah, and, and I got to say that that song, just the, or those three songs, just sounded so much more fuller and richer with the full 71-piece orchestra. That it was, really was. Yeah. I was like going, each song I'm going, because you know, I do listen, and I say, well, which I do try to say, you 
figure out which song's going to be my favorite song of the night. And I think song I'm listening to going, wow, that sounds amazing. That's got to be my favorite song. <laughs> right. It's hard to pick. So, so being, being that we're only tech two songs in or four songs in, depending right. on how you want to look at it, <laughs> I already had changed my favorite four times. <laughs> um, so right after the medley went into Twine Ball. And that's where <laughs> I really started noticing more I, with this the extra uh, 30 players. Uh, I was hearing parts that I hadn't heard before, and it just sounded a lot richer. So I wasn't sure if, you know, adding 30 more people was going to really make a difference, but it, it, it did. It, did, it yeah. really did. Especially, you know, this this symphony orchestra, the National Symphony. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah exactly. and, not, and not to say that it's bad with the 41 piece, but it it's after hearing the 41 <laughs> piece, you know, uh, half a dozen times, hearing it with the 71, you yeah. can hear a difference. So that was cool. So Al did a little fun uh, introduction, though, for the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, because he said, Washington, D.C. is known for many things. Some good. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and they're not known for their twine balls. So he That's did right. throw in his little political humor there. <laughs> uh, well, it could be uh, interpreted in many ways. I guess so. Um, I So when the, the images for twine balls started coming up, they seemed different to me. They seemed sharper or more clearer uh i don't know if you had any impression of that i could you know could have just been my viewing angle it might have been where we were sitting yeah yeah but um i didn't particularly notice anything different about the videos during any of the songs or anything but uh it maybe (laughs) i don't know this it could just be the way that the venue has their video set up and stuff um i kind of noticed that and this might just be me be uh, hearing things that I that I want to hear, but uh, <laughs> but I did notice when he says the number twenty seven in the song, he really emphasized that twenty seven. <laughs> so I've, I've I bet he knew that there were a bunch of really That's weird great. Al fans that would come out to this show. So one one thing uh, for the spreadsheet, folks, get those spreadsheets <laughs> open. Did. Ethan and or Dave hear the car horn <laughs> when he sings the DeSoto line. And I am proud to say, yes. Yes. And I know you heard it because we looked at each other and nodded. <laughs> it is very, it, it is still very hard to hear. I it mean, is very fa- If I wasn't listening for it every single night, I don't know that I would notice it. But um, when I do hear it, I'm very happy. I think this is the second time I've heard it. So, uh, We'll have to consult the spreadsheet. <laughs> now, Word Crimes is my friend Patricia's absolutely favorite song. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So she, so she, when she's, I was trying not to uh, spoil her and let her know that they were playing this song. Yeah. But I knew that they were, and I knew that she would enjoy it. And she was wearing her Word Crime shirt and everything. And of course, as soon as that song started, she went absolutely crazy, <laughs> cheering and excited. And it was kind of funny because the people sitting around uh, me, at least the people that I could hear sitting around me, were totally laughing at this song. As if it was the first time they they heard it. Either the first time they heard it or first time they they saw the video. It's, It's, I mean... It's a great experience, no matter how many times you've seen it. But <laughs> it is great to witness people experiencing it for the yeah, first time. It, it is. It, it's a fun song. Um, so after word crimes, Al comes out on the stage, or he's still on the stage, and he's kind of does this pause where he's kind of pointing his fingers and like he's gonna say something like really important and profound, and then he goes drum solo, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was a great drum solo at that. <laughs> Right, and then uh, he goes right into Jurassic Park, of course. Which, um, as we know, spreadsheets. <laughs> uh, there are certain things that we look for during this song. And uh, I, I was listening to some of the older Centimeter episodes uh, the other day, 
And I remember you and Jackie really talking about the backup singers dancing during the song. And I'm always looking at Al during the song because I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at what he's drinking. And so I made a special note to look for the backup singers. And, and they, they do really funny dances. <laughs> uh, so it um, was great. And uh, I don't know. Should we reveal what color the drink was? Well, I got to tell you something. Um, on the drive down, I'm driving down on the New Jersey Turnpike. And I'm looking out at the car driving next to me, and I've noticed that, hey, it's got, I'm not kidding, a Jurassic Park logo (laughs) sticker on the side of the door, the passenger door. So I'm like going, what? is going on here? Am I in Jurassic Park? So I kind of flagged down Ethan. I think Jackie was sleeping in the back seat at the time. I'm like, Ethan, look, there's a Jurassic Park car. So as soon as this song came on, it reminded me of that car on the highway. So I'm like, I'm going, I wonder if that person was coming down for weird right. Probably not. It's I think, probably a coincidence, but I, I thought it yeah. was kind of funny that like out of, out of, it wasn't like it was a Jeep or anything. It was just a, just a regular like a, yeah, SUV, or SUV something. or something. So it was really like a random Jurassic Park sighting out in the wild. I just love that you see a Jurassic Park <laughs> logo in the wild and you just automatically assume it's a weird outfan. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and, and I'm in New Jersey and we still got like two, three hours left to actually get to Virginia. <laughs> And I'm going, oh, he must be going to, or he or she must be going to the Weird Al concert. <laughs> sure, Dave. There's no way that they're just a fan of the most popular movie franchise. Ethan, will you please let our listeners know what color liquid? I feel like people are just like, their keyboards are all sweaty from the anticipation. Al had an orange beverage tonight. <laughs> the last show, the last couple shows we saw, it was red. So, uh, they switched it up, and I uh, hope you hope you got that <laughs> typed out orange in case you missed it. Should we let them in on on, on what that actual liquid is, or should ah, we save that for I think that a should teaser be, for later? I think you know I think this is a good time to tease that we got some special answers. Uh, we did speak to Al about what color the beverage was, <laughs> and we we learned a few things about that. I think that's maybe a great thing for us to throw into a, a secret episode for one of our supporters. Oh, okay. Uh, we can give you the full scoop from Al on uh, what decides the color <laughs> of his beverage and what is the beverage. Oh, um, I like it. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned. Check out our, you know, give us money and we'll tell you. Was... <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, another thing I noted during this song was that, again, this song got a lot of cheers from the people around me. They're just, again, I don't know if it was the first time they were hearing Jurassic Park as performed by Al or uh, or if they had also seen the car on the highway that I saw. <laughs> hey, we saw that car, yeah! <laughs> but, I mean, I noticed that there were people around me really, really were enjoying this song. All right, now, this is a change. This is something different. Yeah, this is where... You know, at first I was like, something didn't seem right. It wasn't like immediately like apparent to me. But then like as the concert went, I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Something is missing. Yes. (laughs) And that was, he went right from Jurassic Park right into Weasel Stomping Day, which typically does not happen that way. Usually he plays Don't Download This Song. 
and he does the you know hey we've got a special announcement from right, the, the RIAA and, and, and he's still wearing that um, white shirt from the Jurassic Park yeah the the Seinfeld puffy shirt I call it <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah that's perfect uh, perfect, <laughs> perfect name for it you know exactly what I'm talking about yep. if I say that so yeah so we did not get don't download this song and again we confirmed why we didn't get that but maybe we'll save that for a bonus episode mm, we could okay we could <laughs> yeah we we talked to Bermuda about it and he gave us the full scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be back at the next show? Listen and give us money and you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now here's here's the moment we've really been waiting for since the beginning of the show and we noticed that it was only Lisa and Scotty and no money on stage. Measle <laughs> stopping day. How are they going to handle the Viking helmet situation? Because usually Lisa puts Jim's helmet on, Monique puts L's and then Scotty puts Steve's but there were only two of them and I did I was watching them so closely like I was watching them um, when they were getting ready for the song and I saw them go over I saw them kind of like look at each other as if they're like oh wait we didn't think of this I'm sure they did and that's just me projecting but uh, I, I seemed it seemed like they were like trying to figure out what they were gonna do and of course it gets to the part of the song where he says put your Viking helmets on and I think Lisa, uh, right. put Al's on but she put Jim's on you know because he's right ahead of him and then Al's was kind of crooked and Al just reached up and fixed it yeah Al was kind of like anticipating her to be in one spot and she was anticipating him to be in another spot so it was a little bit of miscommunication where right. he was trying to move his head around <laughs> to figure out where she was of course he can't see her it was kind of like <laughs> whack-a-mole which is apropos for weasel stomping day <laughs> so I mean it was it was a brief brief couples you know less than a second you know but it was it was kind of like uh, if if no if you had not known that there was usually three back you wouldn't have noticed anything you wouldn't have noticed anything but of course ethan and i obsessively (laughs) look for every single detail notebooks out in our pens (laughs) (laughs) so that solved the issue lisa put the hat on both jim and al yes and it worked out perfectly worked out fine (laughs) and then of course and also another little thing is um usually the women stand behind their respective men that they put the hat hats on um, after they put their own hats on they kind of put themselves uh, a little bit on an angle so that they were in between yeah it was actually kind of kind of cool you You could could still see them their faces yeah you can see their faces a little bit better this way and then Alt said that Bermuda and uh, Steve were going to leave the stage because yep. uh, there are no no drums or bass in this next song. Well, then he also said that Jim was going to be on acoustic, and then he was <laughs> on an electric. <laughs> but being that they were gonna they were gonna leave the stage, they were gonna have to make do with the eighty five people that were on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Al misspoke because I, I tried to do the math. So seventy one piece orchestra, yeah. right? Plus Eric, right? Seventy two. Plus the two backup singers is right. seventy four. Right. Plus Al plus Jim is seventy six. Right. So I think he had the right number, and he said 86 instead of 76. Right. Well, he said 85. Oh, did he say 85? Yes, he said okay, 85. well, you were nine off, Al. <laughs> Maybe there are not nine members of the crew up on stage that's that we true. could not see. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Hawkeye's up there. Mm-hmm. Melissa's up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or or he, was just, he was just saying 85 would be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the more likely answer. <laughs> yeah, you I, don't love me anymore. I love that song. I mean, it's if you were to ask me which one do you like better, you don't love me anymore – or um, one more minute. One more minute. Like I don't know if I could pick. Like I really <laughs> enjoy aspects of both. I mean, they're both great songs. They both, you know, the either the scarves and the fork and the boxers or the smashing the guitar. If I had to pick one, I would pick. Uh, <laughs> You don't love me anymore. I love the guitar smash. It is funny every single time. Yeah, what was really kind of cool about this, again, is a lot of people, at least sitting around me, around us, did not 
had maybe had not heard this song or had not seen the, 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 the visual of this song. But of course, in the visual of this song, Al you know, goes and pretends to play the guitar several times and at the last second moves it away. And that always gets a great reaction yeah. from the audience. And, and it's a very funny bit. And it's one of my favorite bits in the, in the show. Yeah. But it's it really just got people really... And it took, a, I'll tell you, it takes a lot to get people to laugh when it's like 105 degrees. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> and, and you just don't want to do anything because <laughs> you move like a, you blink your eyes and you're sweating, you know? Right. <laughs> but this song, to me, I think, I think I'm going to say this is my favorite song of the night. Wow. And because it was so, with that 71 piece orchestra, it was so musically beautiful that, and, and I just actually probably this I referenced several times I just closed my eyes and let the music in. I just I just closed my eyes for this song and kind of let the not the entire song but closed my eyes and just let the music in and just let it all in and it was really I felt it was a beautiful song and of course the guitar smash at the end <laughs> well um, so your pick of the night was you don't love me anymore yeah my pick of the night was the next song okay. The tuba solo. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was the first time I've seen a non-drum, non-bass, non-oboe solo on this tour, and it was a tuba solo. Well, he had, seven, he had 71 people, 71 possibilities, I guess, to choose from. I guess there's not 71 instruments, but you know what I mean. It was yeah, awesome. this was kind of cool, because I wasn't expecting it to. I actually cheered for that. I, actually I really, did, too. I actually really, really was, got excited and cheered for that. So yeah. that was a good, that was a, a good choice for your favorite song. I, I noticed... Um, you know, after a couple shows on the tour, I do so much like cheering that my throat starts to really hurt. <laughs> so now I don't cheer. <laughs> like, I, because I'm just like, I'm excited. Al knows I'm excited. You know, I'm excited, but I don't need to necessarily yell and, and hurt my voice. So I try not to yell out. Even like in the Rubenferer parts, I try not to like, <laughs> woo, I, you know, I try to save my voice. But I did yell out for the tuba solo. I was very excited. And he and, and, and we and uh, we did not catch this gentleman's name because Al did not tell us his gentleman's that name. That is true. But he was very excited to be the called on for the solo. Yeah, you he, could tell he was he, excited. He, was like, he had a smile on his face that we could see, like all the way from the back. People on the lawn could see his smile without amplica- without the uh, video screens. Um, but yeah, he and he then he did a, a short little tuba, tuba yeah, solo. Yeah, was and, good. Was, and he got of course a loud ovation. Yeah, oh yeah. And it, and it was great. And and of course the tuba, which is kind of cool, is is off to the side, like way off. Uh, yeah, you can see him really well. So yeah, yeah. so um, it wasn't like center like the oboe was. The past, the, <laughs> and he was already the, standing. The and they just turned the light on. So, so yeah, so it's kind. Of, so you, I would think that oh well, he's kind of limited to people in the middle of the orchestra. He really isn't. He can basically pick a, any <laughs> instrument he wants. So <laughs> tuba was a good choice. <laughs> tuba was a good choice. So we went into Tacky, of course, and uh, my favorite part of this song was he's walking down the aisle and all of the security <laughs> at this venue are called Rangers and they're wearing, you know, Smokey the Bear Ranger hats and Al <laughs> takes one off and puts it on his head for one of the guys. It was so great. <laughs> and then after he walked away, he turned around and like, kind of threw it like a Frisbee back to the guy. Oh, it was a great. Yeah, of course... <laughs> 
Right now had to go up because remember we said that the the venue you had it was, it was seats all the way across, so he couldn't cut across the venue. He right. had to go up the sides, so he went all the way up the sides. He went as far back as the grass area. Yeah, and he was basically yeah. in the grass area, kind of doing it. And he was just he just he got in guys. He got. I remember another thing you could see on the video screen. Uh, he was in someone's face who was trying to video yes. the song. And he just got right in front of their camera and just kind of like <laughs> put his face right up next to the camera and was kind of pushing the guy back. It was. Really Funny. I feel like if I'm on the aisle again on this tour, I'm going to film that song so Al will yell in my face. <laughs> I would love that on video. And the other cool thing is, is um, again, uh, I don't know if this was planned or a coincidence or a great a happy coincidence on Al's part, is that he got back to the stage exactly as the song ended. I was getting nervous. Like, I, I, I don't know if he was nervous, but I was nervous for him. Like, I felt like he was like, oh, crap, I got to get back to the stage. But he did it perfectly. And there were no stairs, so he had to hop up on right. stage. Um, and he did it right in, right in time. <laughs> All right. So before we get to the next song, Dave, I'm going to give you a chance to take back your favorite song of the night <laughs> in case you want to move it to this one. Well, <laughs> I did say something about this song. It just occurred to me. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, uh, actually, for the presentation of this song, I thought this was... Uh, was was presented this next song was presented absolutely perfectly. let me let me just say dave has been talking about this <laughs> from day one of the strings attached tour and finally his but dreams my, were realized my dream came true um of course the song harvey the wonder hamster i got streamers and you got special streamers they were rainbow streamers i've, I've never, never seen seen anything like rainbow it streamers from an and they show. were they covered the entire and this is a wide venue the entire width of the venue and it, it was, was awesome it was awesome and it was beautiful it was exactly what i wanted. i if i hadn't been stuck to my seat because i've been been melted <laughs> to it i would have given him a standing ovation yeah for that. that was it so was, cool it was so cool everyone loved it you could just see everyone just like their face lit up when the streamers came out and, and of course, in in a previous, uh, at least a couple of the previous episodes, you talked about how much you wanted uh, streamers after Harvey. Yes. And you talked to Al about it, and he said it probably wouldn't happen. Maybe in a you know certain <laughs> markets it would happen. I don't know if it was because of the National Symphony Orchestra, if it was because of the uh, proximity to Washington D.C., or if it was because of the beautiful national park that we were in, you know, the venue. I think or the, if it was a combination of everything. I think I know why. I think it's because Al heard your suggestion. <laughs> he wanted to do it for you, Dave. He knew you were going to be there. But I, I, I'm so happy I got to finally see Harvey with <laughs> streamers. I, so going into the next song, Jackson Park Express, I noticed that Al's earphone was not in. It was just hanging yeah, on his shoulder. A, a, for whatever reason, uh, his uh, in-ear yeah, monitor was just not in, not in for that song. I kind of also noticed, that, again... Maybe it was people that were sitting by me <laughs> were really enjoying this song, and especially the goat chicken whatever line. Right, right. <laughs> it's like it's like I think the guy next to me you <laughs> was laughing. So that is hard that, that is a that is like the one line that I know always gets people. <laughs> And, um, and also, uh, I felt that the lighting, you know, with the there was fog on the stage for this one. I felt the lighting for this Jackson Park Express song was absolutely beautiful. It's really, it's tight. It's and really it tight. And, and uh, Peters does a great job on that. Yeah. Um, one thing I, so this song, I've heard it so many times that I, I let myself, you know, wander and look around um, with my viewing. And I noticed something that I noticed the other night, and I didn't talk about it on the podcast it is the monitor 
right to the gym side of Al has a green square on it. And it's like fluorescent. And it's so like once I notice it <laughs> in, in a night, I can't stop looking at it. I can't stop noticing it. Have you noticed it? No, I haven't. But now I'm going to have to look for it. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> as soon as you see it, you'll never unsee it. It is this uh, fluorescent green piece of tape that just uh, lights up. <laughs> All right. I will have to look for that. I asked you to look for something in this next video clip. Said, you did. You right? did. So I noticed and it. I've been noticing it, and it's been like this for several years, ever since Al started using this clip. Um, the clip for the... Epic Rap Battles epic of rap History. Epic Rap Battles of Sir History. Sir Isaac Newton Sir Isaac versus Newton. Bill Nye. Right. So Al, of course, is doing the singing for Sir Isaac Newton. And it, on this video clip, there are captions on the bottom, text, subtitles, right? right? And this is a word crime that I noticed... Uh, <laughs> And, and I never really pointed it out because I just assumed it was like this on the original video. When he says, you know, another bleep or a bloop or a wacky sound effect, in proper English, it should be effect with an E, E-F-F-E-C-T. On the captions, it says effect, A-F-F-E-C-T. I never noticed. So I asked you to, to I pointed yeah, that out Yeah, because I had never, I mean... I know that I listen to that so much that I'm not reading the subtitles. Right. I know what they're saying. Right, I know what he's saying. So I just and it's always at the bottom, so sometimes it sometimes, gets cut off by yeah. orchestra. So I'd never even noticed that. So but I, now thanks, Dave. So, so now so <laughs> take I, that green square. <laughs> <laughs> it's revenge of the green square. But earlier, before we had gone to the concert, I was just watching Weird Al video clips on on YouTube, and the epic rap battles came on, and I said, "Oh, I haven't watched this YouTube video in a while. I'm going to watch it." And I'm watching, and as it's coming along, and this is on the official Epic Rap Battles website or YouTube, YouTube page. Yeah. Um, it comes along and it gets to that point where there's a bleeper, blooper, another wacky sound effect, and the word effect is spelled correctly, E F F E C T. So I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> did I, did Al put this intentional word crime in there? What's going Just on? To mess with you. <laughs> That's great. So I did, I did, and and we're not going to save this for a bonus episode. I did mention that to Al, and I think he, I wanted to mention it to him to see if possibly uh he knew about the fact that it was or what the story was behind it and he thinks that it was just the fact that he probably got an early draft of the uh the video and he was using that so maybe at some point they had realized they had made a word crime and corrected it which makes sense to me i mean with youtube comments i'm sure they knew very quickly (laughs) (laughs) right assuming that they went back and changed it or assuming that they caught it before and al just had an early draft of the video because he was in the video right (laughs) so he may have just gotten a a, you know yeah they could have just sent him a a video and posted it and then noticed but so i I was like that now i'm like at first i never really commented on it because i just assumed well that's how it was that's how he got the video the same way that in the king of the hill clip they say yankovich right right so, i think that's for comedic effect so it's kind of like well it's 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 like that in the clip so right you know it's like al's not going to mess with somebody else's work but right. then when i guess epic rap battles went back and fixed it or released it the correct i was like oh i wonder why al chose the other option <laughs> I'm, yeah, that's a new thing for the spreadsheet, folks. Um, we will start reporting on yes. if it changes. I don't know if it's worth Al changing that or not. I don't know if he cares. <laughs> but but he, we care, and but we he will did say, he did tell guys... me He did tell me that, and I'm thinking he might be joking here, but he did tell me that he did put that in just to annoy me, <laughs> which I is believe. a possibility. <laughs> I'd believe that. So we then went into your favorite song, <laughs> not necessarily your favorite of the show, but Smells Like Nirvana. Smells Like Nirvana. Oh, my. Oh my God, I need this song recorded with a 71-piece orchestra. 
I need it released as a as you know a, a download as a on vinyl on CD, <laughs> Betamax, <laughs> <My> be- <laughs> cassette. I don't care. I just want this released because it is absolutely Morse code. <laughs> absolutely. Beep, 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 beep. 71 piece Morse code of this song would be amazing. <laughs> it would be absolutely absolutely it was absolutely beautiful with a 71 piece orchestra. It just really was and and it was it was amazing. And I guess the only other comment I really have about it is that he was back to having two cheerleaders. <laughs> two cheerleaders. Well, the other note I have is uh the guy he threw the cup and this guy reached up and like caught it midair. Oh, wow. It was like amazing, like you know, uh, NFL, like ESPN, like highlight uh, reel, highlight reel. Like the guy just like boop caught it. It was perfect. No bouncing off heads. No, you know, landing on the ground for me to find after. It was in this guy's hand. He had it. He knew what he was going for. I guess I was a little bit jealous of the people sitting up in the front because they probably got splashed with cold water. <laughs> I, I could really used being splashed with with some cold liquid at that point. I mean, even boiling water would have felt cold too hot, Steve. In case we didn't mention it, it was hot. hot. So, uh, Smells Like Nirvana, of course, rolls into a Dare to be Stupid. Dare to be Stupid. Which I loved. Oh, yeah. The background vocals on this, even though there was just the two the two uh, women up there, the background vocals on this really, really shined, I felt. I just really enjoyed the, yeah. uh, this, this Dare to be Stupid. I enjoyed my hand, hand movements for um, <laughs> spitting on a fish and barking up a tree. I, I, I don't see anyone else doing it in the audience, well, Dave. Because it was so hot that yeah. no one wanted to move. <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm hoping it'll catch on. Even though the the episodes where I talk about it aren't out yet, I'm still hoping it'll catch on before that. <laughs> and white and nerdy. White and nerdy. Yeah, that that's one, you know, what I was thinking about watching the show is when they do the Jeopardy clip where they go through the, the different right. things where they say like, eat it or, you know, uh, right. all my the bologna, di- my bologna. Yeah. and people cheer for each one, each song, right. People cheer the hardest oh, for always. white and nerdy. Always. Um, and so then when he actually does white and nerdy next, people <laughs> lose it. Yeah. It's a great song. I, I particularly could hear the horns very well on this song. I felt, yeah. I felt that, that the orchestra again, National the tuba, Symphony orchestra, <laughs> the tuba and whatever other horns were in that orchestra. I just really felt that they, they did a good job uh, in jet on the whole show, but on that, sh- on that song, I could hear them in particular. Amish paradise. Amish wow. Paradise. Crowd favorite. <laughs> yeah. That was great. A couple things I noticed on this one, and this was kind of funny because it was so hot. Uh, I think um, Lisa and Scotty were the only smart people, and they were wearing tank tops up on stage, yeah. <laughs> and everyone else was so. But of we're course, in all black. We're in all black tank tops, but of course they come out for this song. They have bonnets on their head, so it looked kind of silly to me with them in tank tops and bonnets. Yeah, we <laughs> can like, see their ankles. <laughs> I, it was kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm not sure if that's uh, quite up to Amish code, but <laughs> I don't know why. But maybe it was the heat. But Jackie and I were like the only two people doing the arm waving for the first verse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I refused to do it for the first verse. I did it, of course, for the second verse. And then oh, everybody did it for the second verse. But then we were so like the only three people for the third verse. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone dropped out. <laughs> yeah. Might have been the heat. But yeah. I noticed that I looked around. I looked back. And sometimes I do this when, I, especially in a big venue like we were in. When they're doing the arm waving for the second verse, I look back and, and see, and you just watch the entire venue just waving their arms back and forth. It's really, 
really pretty cool. Yeah. I got. I'd I, love to see uh, the band's view. Of I that. know. I'd love to see somebody put set up a camera on stage and just and just record that and release it, <laughs> you know, on some someone's Instagram or something and just and just kind of show their perspective of the arm waving for that. Well, why not us? Al, put us on stage. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll film it for you. Maybe we could do a live centimeter during the show. We'll do oh, like a, a commentary. Like, yep, this is good. Yep, this is good. Yep, this like because we have to keep talking. We can't just sit and listen like, yep, this is good. Yep, up, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> the whole time. That'd be great. <laughs> Amish vamp. Amish vamp. This was, yeah, that was amazing. So after the Amish vamp, uh, of course, um, you know, they, he goes off stage for the encore. And this was so cool. And this happens every once in a while. Just the audience started clapping, like, all at the same time, simultaneously. I love when they do that. They're all in sync. And it just yeah. really sounds awesome. The Rube Emperor came out, right? Um, and we had eight stormtroopers for the saga begins. Yeah. Only stormtroopers and yeah. Vader. Only no variety there. Yeah. Although um, after the show, we were backstage and we saw uh, a snowtrooper outfit, yeah. just not one being worn. <laughs> right. So we um, imagine that the a couple of the uh, a couple people do multiple characters would be my best guess. I mean, um, I would assume snowtroopers just you change the mask, right? You probably can get away with the <laughs> well, same. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> they're different enough. <laughs> come at me, Star Wars nerds, in the comments. <laughs> I think it's the same. Uh, the. There's definitely, uh, uh, but sh- you know, you would have different characters that you could portray. It was cool too because when we were in the backstage area, Darth Vader and several of the stormtroopers came back and and uh, were kind of hanging out. Yeah, it was cool, backstage. and I saw Darth Vader without the mask. Yeah, that's always kind of freaky when you see these, yeah. these people without their masks on, <laughs> without their helmets on. Especially when it was Hayden Christensen. Which, you know, <laughs> you'd think he would be up to more things. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing during during the saga begins is Al held the he's a ghost for like a really long time. I think he's still holding it. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Yeah, that was uh, that was great. I saw this. I think I don't remember when I saw this, or maybe you saw this. I, don't, I think one of us talked about this on the the podcast. But when so Steve doesn't start off out for saga right. begins, he comes out a little bit in. And he always has to grab the base. And if there's a stormtrooper blocking him, he kind of like pushes the guy aside, <laughs> right. guy or girl aside. And uh, he did that tonight. He he bumped the uh, the stormtrooper. So I figured for the spreadsheet, Dave, <laughs> we could keep track of trooper boops. Because <laughs> he boops him. So uh, we'll now, uh, moving forward, let you know if there's a trooper boop from Steve. <laughs> if you agree with that. Trooper boops. Trooper right, boops. Sure, okay. right. Let's get that trending worldwide. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag trooper, trooper, trooper boop. boop. <laughs> and then, of course, um, we always like to see which uh, trooper Al sings to. And it was not the one to the Steve side of Vader. It was the one to, to the Steve side of Vader. <laughs> right. Which, I've seen a trend. That's been that one for a couple yeah. of shows in a row. Yeah. We need yeah. to ask Al about that, what, the decision. I'd love to hear Al's decision process as he's singing, like, boop, 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 this one. Trooper boop. <laughs> Trooper boop. Trooper boop. He goes, which trooper got booped? Trooper boop. So. <laughs> yeah, before the show, Al and, and Steve are like, all right, which trooper are you going to boop? <laughs> You're the trooper booper, and I'm the trooper singer. <laughs> I wish I had a better, <laughs> a better rhyming thing for that. But trooper booper. And finally, we end with Yoda. Yes. And I felt that. This that again the light lighting for this song was amazing with the it's green the, well it was beautiful <laughs> green lights um, up on the stage and I felt and I just I just really felt that it looked, and every once in a while they change colors but it yeah was really beautiful green lighting up on the stage and I again, love it. this venue was absolutely beautiful for 
the sound and the lighting and just and just everything about it just the layout of, of how uh, it was and i guess even the people i could even like when i was looking back to for the arm waving part in homage paradise i could see like all the way back you know up up on the hill yeah. where the grass area was and there yeah. was even bleachers i think back there beyond the grass area where uh people were sitting and and you could just kind of tell that you know they they could still see the stage so it was really it was laid out beautiful yes yeah. and everything I always like um, when Yoda comes out. I'm always like, oh, I can put my notebook away. I don't... And then I always remember like, oh, there's two things for the spreadsheet uh, that I need to keep track of. The first thing is when it comes to the second uh, sing-along verse. Does Al? What does Al do? And for this show, he pointed. He gave the mic to a guy in the front row. He said, "Just this guy." And you know, we we've seen one where you know the guy people just like you know seize up like, oh, I don't know. You know, they they freak out. This guy did not miss a beat. He sang it. He sang the words correctly. He tried very well. <laughs> you know, I I felt like he was laughing. Like yeah, he got he singled was, out. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was laughing, but he did it, and he, oh, he yeah, sang he it. And, he did you know, a great job. He yeah. gave a you know good college try, and uh, that was great. And then of course we got streamers during Harvey. And I was assuming, since we got streamers during Harvey, that we wouldn't oh. get it for Yoda because those are usually single-use things. And I didn't see anyone change it. So I was like, oh, well, at least we got them for Harvey. And then... We got streamers <laughs> We got again streamers! For Yoda. No, no confetti. It was the no. red and white uh, Canadian idiot type streamers. streamers. Yeah. And I noticed that for this one, I mean, it was an amazing, it must have been an amazing experience for everyone up on stage, especially Al and the band, because they all just kind of stayed on stage a lot longer than they usually do. Yeah, at the end. just and admiring just, the sold out even, Wolf Trap yeah, crowd. Even saw Jim kind of, I mean, uh, Steve take out his phone and take some more pictures. Yes, yep. Yeah. So it was just, I think they just absolutely loved this venue and, you know, being on 71 piece orchestra and everything about it. It was a great show. Um, so after the show, we, uh, we waited a little while for the people to clear out because we were in the center. We were going anywhere anyway right. and we also fortunately had backstage passes yeah so we uh well we, we weren't sure exactly sure where to go for the backstage uh passes so we kind of like we're hanging out with all the people with the pink vip passes right the, and we just yeah. kind of yeah each check like there were multiple check-in stations where where the rangers were kind of you know all right you can you can pass you can pass and basically we kept going well all right, we'll just keep going until they tell us that we're in the wrong place. So we finally got down to the room where all the VIP people were, and that's when they someone kind of noticed. I think JW noticed you guys have blue passes. You should go in that room over there. <laughs> well, he was like, he said, uh, "Dave and crew, come this way through this door." <laughs> yeah, so we got in a separate room, which was finally air conditioned. Ah, uh, yes. And I didn't really care how long Al took, although he did take a long time because we were in the air conditioning. Air conditioning, refreshments. There was. Yeah, there was chairs, chairs, bathroom. was bathrooms. There was, there was actually a shower in the men's room, <laughs> and I was so tempted to just take a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so sweaty and it so was, hot. Oh man! Yeah. So eventually, the whole band was actually hanging out back in that room with us at, at various points. Yeah, and, it was cool to see everyone. And uh, Eric came through. Lisa was in there. It was a great. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a great a lot backstage of cool, experience. Yeah. And and we we're just hanging back there. Of course, we saw I uh, saw friends of mine I've uh, known for many years. Gina and her crew of people. Yeah, um, it was great to meet them. Yeah, we got to hang out with them for a while, and and you know, like I said, Bermuda came came by and was talking to us for a little while. I gave him some um, stuff for the the official collection. Yeah, um, and he really appreciated that, you know, and he kind of gave us <laughs> insider, insider scoops. scoops. JW was in there, bef- you know, before any of the Al VIP started, and uh, he came over to me and uh, 
what did he say? He said something like, uh, uh, sorry to keep you guys waiting. I know you're celebrities and all. And he's like, here, I'll give you an autograph. And he pulled out a Sharpie, a gold Sharpie, and he signed my arm. <laughs> and then uh, later on when he came back with Al, uh, I said, JW, thank you for signing my arm. He said, let me touch that up for you. And he pulled out another Sharpie and he wrote, to Ethan, and then signed his full name, JW Albert. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I mean, I, I got to, for the first time, Get to meet Lisa Popiel. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, she's uh, really She's great. Such, a, such a sweetheart. And, you know, she was talking to her guests for a little while. And so when I noticed that she was finishing up with her guests, Ethan, you know, came over and, and, and introduced me to Lisa. And she was, you know... I could tell she was kind of trying to get back to her dressing room or the bus or whatever, but uh, she was kind enough to, you know, say hello and uh, also to sign uh, some sheet music for me. Yeah, so that was that really was cool. Really yeah. Nice. So basically I have a couple uh, pieces of sheet music, which have the actual title of the song on it. And I was planning, and I want to get them signed by as many people that are up on stage as possible. So yeah. 71, so I got 71 people to track down in New York. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, be rough. Uh, <laughs> there's not going to be any room. I would love to see those signed by 71 people, plus the band, plus the singers, plus Eric. So what I noticed about this sheet music was interesting, is that I have two pieces that have, that were created by uh, Scott O'Neill, and I have another piece which was created by Sean O'Laughlin. And I was looking at them side by side, and I noticed that the order that the instruments are listed on the paper are in a totally different order. So I, I'm not being, I'm not a music person, I'm not an orchestra person at all, so I really don't know if the reasoning behind that. So I asked Bermuda, because he's a musician and he's been in orchestras before, and he immediately said, that's all personal preference. And Bermuda also knows everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think he's ever not had an answer for us that was completely accurate. Right. So, of course, um, I, I said, oh, that's interesting. And he says, yeah, it's all personal preference as to each conductor or each orchestrator has a, a preference as to what order they have it in. So it's kind of interesting, too, as Eric or Arnie are switching back and forth between orchestrations that they haven't written themselves, that they have to to realize that they have to switch the order of the instruments. Yeah, that's interesting. And I'm sure they're used to that. I, I imagine that common practice among people doing conducting of orchestras. Well, plus they know it so well that it's probably, they're probably not even really looking at it as much because yeah, they know it reference, so well. Right. But yeah. that's, that's true. But but still, I guess, you know, it, it's just something I had never even really thought about. I just always assumed that, you know, the orchestration on the conductor sheet was always in the same order. I figured there was a, you know, a standard order that they would put it in yeah so alf again al came out and we got to talk to him i got to ask him a couple questions that i've been wanting to ask him for a while well because we always we were always talking and we're like oh we should ask al that <laughs> and uh, so finally you took the initiative and you got a post-it note and you wrote down the <laughs> questions <laughs> i was really cool it was the first time uh, my friend patricia got to uh, had ever got to meet al so she was got to talk to him for the first time oh yeah you know, he was really friendly about um he was just, and this is after he had met 150 or so people. And after performing after for performing two in, hours, in, hour and a half, in, in, yes, in 90 the million Death Valley <laughs> of, of Virginia there. And he was just just such a such a nice guy. He's just such a happy man. You never feel rushed talking I, to him. I don't feel rushed. And he just was like, okay. I said, it's like, I have four questions for him, thinking he would be, look kind of roll his eyes like, oh my God, I don't have time for four questions. He was like, all right, ask me five. I don't care. You know? <laughs> you know, and I was like, would you mind signing this? I sure, absolutely. You know, and everything. And it was really, yeah, it's really uh, just, just, he's, he's such a 
good guy to have, such an amazing guy and of course you know he joked around with us a little bit about you know things and stuff too and so he's, <laughs> he still has a sense of humor after all that as oh, well yeah, yeah. And he's just a good guy and of course you know jw is is a lot of fun <laughs> to hang out with too and, and al together yeah the last few times i've met al I, I have him sign one of my posters from the the tours and uh since that was jw's project he's the one who got those posters together he always has you know whenever he sees whatever poster i'm getting signed he's always like oh and he tells me something about that poster so uh it's really cool to uh hear about that and of course since al has signed all of these posters a million times at those shows they have a special spot where they always sign it so it's interesting to see where is the spot they uh chose (laughs) for that poster so i mean that basically wrapped up our night after that we had to uh oh we 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 were we were the last. Of course, we were the last people to leave. Again, literally, literally. Yeah. Uh, well, the five hundred first was still packing up their stuff as we're leaving, and there were still a few rangers that were hanging out. <laughs> but by the time we got to the car, but Al, had, but Al had already left because by the time we got to the car, we saw the equipment trucks drive by. When we walked past the stage, we had to walk past the stage to get out. It had been you know closed. <laughs> literally, something had put been put in front of it, <laughs> right? Like a like an awning or or I mean a garage remind, door. Or yeah, something. it reminded me of like those roll down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doors. <laughs> Doors, right, uh, had been put in front of it. So it, it, we were literally like probably the last people there that, you know, were leaving. And, of course, we were the last car in the parking lot, <laughs> which it took us a while to find because we parked and it was there's no lights or anything. So we're walking in the dark trying to find our car, <laughs> That was always yeah. fun. Um, then we, we drove Patricia home and we drove back to our place in Arlington that we were staying. Yeah, and so went to bed. <laughs> went to bed because it was a long day. It was a very long day. You got a few more shows coming up, which tomorrow, or well, I guess, uh, depending on when they listen to this, your next show is in Guilford. Guilford, New Hampshire, on the 18th of July. And you will, of course, be doing a centimeter episode. Of course. I will tell you all the things. Get your spreadsheets ready. Uh, (laughs) We want to thank everyone for listening to this this our bonus episodes we hope to hear from you on the hotline 347 spatula and of course on our facebook instagram twitter email all that stuff at 2000 inch email frank at 2000 inch.com if you got a question for frank and uh we will see you next time that was dave nathan's 2000 inch weird out podcast episode 14 we didn't mention it it was hot Hot. (laughs) it's hot